Hey everybody, I'm Bob, Senior Editor with Plugged In. And I'm Jesse, Editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. Welcome to the official Adventures in Odyssey podcast. You know, later in the podcast, we're going to announce the finalist to the Green Ring Art Contest. You know, and Bob, I've got my entry right here. Uh, but Jesse, don't forget, uh, there are three rules. Uh, first, it had to be postmarked by May 28th. Oh. And second, staff members aren't allowed to enter. And third, uh, they're being judged on creativity and artistry. Oh. Well, I guess we'll get to those announcements later in this podcast. That's right. But first, we're going to wrap up our coverage of Album 53 with a look at the sound design for the Green Ring Conspiracy. So how is it? You know, this is an adventure of an adventure. Seriously. It's, uh, it doesn't have any breaks. It doesn't have... Uh... Oh, they're ready for me. Sorry, I'll... Well, in the Green Ring Conspiracy, we had a character, Skint. Uh, he was sort of this, uh, sort of an old, old-time wise guy. We figured for the character, after listening to him and, and thinking about it, we just all came up with the idea that for sure he would have an old truck. Sometimes when we're doing Foley, it's easier to go to a location to get a certain sound. One of those instances would be for vehicle Foley, uh, whether you're in a car or a truck or in a boat. And in this case, we wanted to get a truck. A friend of mine, Bob, had let me borrow his truck a few years previously, and I, as soon as they said they needed an old truck, I knew that truck would be perfect. We showed up and saw the condition that this truck was in, and I think everybody sort of had second thoughts, except for Rudy. He's bound and determined to get it started. It took a little bit, but we finally got it started, and I pulled it out into the gravel area, and at that point, it just started pouring out smoke and Dave Arnold was just about to get into it, and at that point he refused. He said, no, this isn't safe, I'm not doing it. And finally the, the smoke burned off, I think it was probably the brake fluid finally burning off, and uh, I finally convinced him, yeah, it, it'll be safe enough, I'll go very slow, and look, the brakes do work after you pump them a few times. Some of the sound effects we got from the truck uh, would include uh, the tailgate. We'd throw bikes in the back of the truck, shutting the doors, sounded really cool, gave that real tingy noise that we were looking for. The way we recorded it is uh, we found this neighborhood that, that basically was a loop when we drove around and around in this neighborhood. And um, Dave Arnold and I were listening on my iPod to the scene. And uh, as the scene would start, you know, we'd be there doing, doing the foley to it. And then maybe the truck would drive off and we'd have to start driving. And then sometimes, um, you know, Skint would pull up and stop his truck in front of uh, the park or something like that. And, and we would stop wherever the scene stopped. And there's Rudy out there. He's got headphones on. He's got this little box that he's recording stuff with and he's crouched down behind a bush looking at all these guys at a truck. Definitely weird. And, uh, and then we came to the section where Skint and Buck are gonna get in the truck and that's, that's the scene. They're gonna be driving and doing that. So I felt best for me to grab the camera and jump on the hood of the truck. Well, my boy. I think the job's mine. Did I ever doubt it? No, I didn't. Just one hiccup. She wants you to sign a form giving me permission to work there. Then hand it over and I'll sign. She wants to meet you. Oh, no, 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 that won't work at all. But you have to. She'll think no, something's up if no, we don't. No, I don't dare go into town. It's too risky. Then we'll meet her somewhere else. Where? How about hmm? the carnival? Yes, perfect. Hey, you're such a bright boy. You so we were about halfway through this scene, and I knew I was going to start driving forward. 
and I reach up and put the truck into gear. Thunk, thunk. I don't think that Nate knew that this was a scene where the truck was going to start moving. And it goes into drive. All of a sudden, I've got big eyes. And as we start to pull forward, you see this look on his face, and then he reaches up and holds onto the windshield wiper so he doesn't roll off the truck while we're driving. And you can see me start to laugh, because it's hard not to start laughing while he's sitting there rolling around on the top of his hood recording us. So Nate did a great job of holding on through the rest of the scene, and we finally finished the scene and just gave a chance for Dave and I to, to really laugh at what we just saw Nate do. <laughs> so for all the kids at home, don't try it. Getting on the hood of a car with a camera is just not a good idea but it turned out well this time. Wow, that was a truckload of fun. Yeah, but, but now the moment you've all been waiting for. The finalists to the Green Ring Art Contests are... Need a little help there? Uh, we've got a hiccup here, Bob. A hiccup? Well, the, the entries are missing. <laughs> missing? I had them right here in my backpack, and, and now they're gone. We'll be right, Brock. I mean, back. We'll be right back. Jesse, Jesse, what, uh, what are we going to do? Our fans are waiting to hear the finalists. I say we launch a full-fledged investigation. Good idea. Good, uh, do we uh, get the Jones and Parker Detective Agency? Uh, no, Bob. Uh, they're not real. But no. fortunately, I know a team of experienced, savvy, stylish crime fighters well-versed in the art of parkour fingerprinting, and intense interrogation. That sounds perfect. Who are they? I'm not the kind of guy who likes to name names, or point fingers. Or jump to conclusions. But when there's trouble, I can usually track the source of the problem to Brock. So I think we need to go gather some facts from his coworkers. Where were you on the morning of this morning? Was Brock there? What were you wearing? What was Brock wearing? What was everyone in the room wearing? Did you see Brock acting suspiciously? More suspiciously than usual? For instance, was he counting a large pile of cash? Was he lying in huge sums of money, laughing suspiciously? I didn't see anything unusual. I mean, he threw some stress balls at me in my queue, but that's pretty standard stuff. Well, come to think of it, he did have a new purple backpack, and he seemed pretty proud of it. Brock borrows my money to buy cheeses. And I'm a nice person, but this morning I looked him in the eye and I said, Brock, it's time. Give me my money. Please. And he did, so that's all. Hmm, can I take a look at said money? Oh, um, sure. Here you go, just three dollars. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just what I expected. You've been duped. What do you mean? Or there's been a misunderstanding. Well, this is counterfeit. Mm -hmm. Brilliant mm -hmm. counterfeit. Yeah. But uh, this is definitely the finalist from the zero to seven year old category. When did Brock give you this money? A few minutes ago. And where was he going? I think he mentioned something about Cheez-Its. Vending machine. Oh, we missed him! Wait, 
Wait. Yes. Oh. A hair. Mm. Kind of smells like cucumber, melon, and dandruff. Ugh. It comes from the very head of Brock. Yep. And by this we know, without a shadow of a doubt, that Brock has been here. That and the fact that there's counterfeit money sticking out of the vending machines. What? Wait a minute. These look like the finalists for the eight and nine-year-old category. The question is, where's the rest of the money? We could use our deductive reasoning skills to determine his current location. Or we could just look at the security monitors. Well, these cameras cover every inch of focus on the family. If I had a backpack full of counterfeit money, where would I go? Look, the far left monitor. Is that a purple backpack? It is a purple backpack going into the focus on the family bookstore. To the bookstore, parkour. Hi, welcome to Focus on the Family Bookstore. Can I help you? Yes. Have you seen a suspicious looking man wearing a suspicious looking backpack Has with a Brock suspicious been looking- been in here? Brock. Mm -hmm. Yes. Brock was in here just a few minutes ago. He actually bought our new Imagination Station book for $4.99. Quite a deal. Did he pay cash? He did. He did, right here. Can I inspect that? Of course, six big ones. Mm, yeah. Just as we suspected, this is not real money. What? It's counterfeit. The finalists for the 10 and 11 year old age group. And these are for the 12 to 13 age group. Well, this is embarrassing. Don't worry, it took me years before I could detect a counterfeit bill. You know, the feel, the... Smell. The light absorbency. I just know that Wit and Connie don't usually show up on U.S. currency. That too. So what now? Well, Brock did mention that he had a hankering for a Wadfam chalk sod. That can only mean one thing. Brock is at his wit's end. Come on! Such a ninja. I don't know where that guy is. He's quick. Wait, look! Oh, There's a trail of money leading towards wit's end. You know what, Brock probably dropped this on his way there. These look like the finalists for the 14 to 17 age category. We better get to wit's end before it's too late. Oh. Will you accept this? No, that's fake. <laughs> no. How about this one? No, that's obviously counterfeit. What? It's not the, no, the it's the king. Brock, we've got you. Your reign of counterfeit and deceit are as over and done as album 53. What are you talking about? These are not counterfeit. These are real. Brock, you've been I'm dropping, distributing, you? and spending these what counterfeit bills from the, our Green Ring Art Contest all Green over the place. And now you're coming with us. What? This is ridiculous. <laughs> no, 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 this, no, these are not counterfeit. I, these, I got these from the bank yesterday. Really? I got them from the bank really? yesterday. The bank was handing out dozens of bills with wits face on them? Brock, yes. you stole the backpack with the counterfeit money in it. And I can prove it because those dollars you were holding are the 18 and older finalists. Come clean. This is my backpack and I can prove it. Okay, look inside and you'll find two yellow squishy balls. You'll find a Viking's helmet and Cheez-Its. Uh, Brock, 
this backpack is empty. Yep. I think you got some explaining to do. Hey, Jesse, did you know that Cheez-Its only have nine grams of fat? I think I've got a new favorite snack. Bob? Oh, where did you get that Viking hat? Oh, it was in Jesse's backpack. The one that was supposed to have the finalists in it. Did Brock steal it? Or was it a mix-up with the purple, identical backpack? But how did Brock get my backpack? I think I know what happened. Wow. Now that explains everything. Ah, oh, Brock, it looks like we don't have to arrest you after all. Mm. Sorry about that. Congratulations, Diane. It looks like you solved the case. Yeah, but that was too easy. Well, but what happened to my money? Well, I don't know, but I do know of a team of experienced, savvy, stylish crime fighters well-versed in the art of parkour, fingerprinting, and intense interrogation. Yeah, Brock. That reminds me, where were you on the morning of this morning? Uh, I've been cheesed. This is probably a good time to say that's all for this edition of the official Adventures in Odyssey podcast, a presentation to focus on the family. Now that you've seen the finalists, we just need you to vote by going online to witsend.org slash podcast. Oh, and while you're there, uh, if you've got any questions for Odyssey host Chris Anthony or the producers, be sure to let us know by leaving them on our toll-free comment line. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse. And I'm Diane. And I'm Brock. Reminding you that with God in your life, every, every day's an adventure. adventure.